Susan Finch here, your host for Rooted in Revenue on the Funnel Radio Network. And my guest today is Corrine McCormick for the part two of the interview we did a couple of weeks ago about how to build a multi-million dollar business. Yes, you can. And she has some final tips, advice, and strategies for you in this episode you don't want to miss. Here we go. I'm here with Corrine McCormick. And we have had some great interviews recently, and there were a couple of topics, though, that I wanted to cover with her. Kareen, are you open? Let's, let's t- tackle those last two topics that we didn't get to do in our earlier shows. You, in your book, From Living Room to Boardroom, How I Launched and Sold a Multi-Million Dollar Business, you tell your whole journey. And what I noticed in it, though, is you were very upfront, you were very open to talk about how you were able to borrow against your home to finance the start of your business. You have a, you're in New York. I mean, you have, you had some equity, you were good. But what did you recommend for people with less than that type of option? Is that a deal breaker if they can't get that initial funding? Well, let me, let me just start by saying, when I write about the apartment in my book, um, the, reason, the reality is, you're right, it is New York real estate and after five or 10 years, our apartment valued, value went up to the point that we were able to take out a second and third mortgage, which we used to finance the business. But what people need to understand is that I took a risk so that when I lost my business, my husband and I were in the process of buying an apartment and we knew we were on the line for a, a larger mortgage. And I, didn't, I hadn't lost my job, but the president of our company, our, our parent company went chapter 11. The president of the company lost his job. And I called my accountant because it was four more weeks until our apartment closed. And I'm like, oh my God, Larry, what do I do? You know, we're going to be closing on this apartment in four weeks. Um, companies in chapter 11, what am I going to do? You know, should we be taking on all of this mortgage? Because it was a big mortgage. And my accountant said something to the effect, well, you have to live somewhere. <laughs> it was very smart. And so my husband and I just looked at each other and said, we're taking the risk. We're going to go into this mortgage. We're going to figure it out. We'll figure out how to make it get paid. So for the first year of my business, because 10 months later, after I bought the apartment, 10 months later, I lost my job. And we now had this very large mortgage to pay. So I didn't have the benefit of substantial real estate when I first launched my business because we were still paying off a mortgage. And at that point, the apartment hadn't increased in value. We were just looking to make mortgage payments. So the first thing I have to say is people who want to make things happen in their life, sometimes you have to take a risk. But you have to take, I talk about risk in my book, you have to take an, a knowledgeable risk. You know, as oh, I love that. said, you have to live somewhere. So yes, we were taking on a larger mortgage, but we were moving into a larger apartment and we were gonna to have to pay rent anyway. So why not take a mortgage and pay, essentially we we're paying ourselves to live in this great apartment. So I think people, people need to understand that there are different times in your life you need to take risks. Now back to earning money for people or creating money when they wanna launch their own business and they don't come from a lot of money. There are a lot more ways to fund startup businesses today than there were back in 1993. There's the internet, there's kickstart campaigns, 
So there's opportunities. If you have a great idea for a company and you know how to position yourself online and develop uh, a website and develop an Instagram account and get a following and go on Kickstarter and start selling your idea to people, people will gravitate towards you. I was just mentoring a couple of young women who started a business called Pocket Palette and they did a kickstart campaign and they launched enough money that they were able to finance their first round of inventory, uh, a substantial amount of money. So there's a lot of opportunities. It's not what are the troubles or what are the problems to make what I want. It's like, what do I want and how do I make it happen? And I remember when I, um, when I first financed my business, I became part of a women's organization and they, it was, it was called American Economic Development Corporation. Doesn't exist anymore, but there are a lot of women's organizations out there that you can partner with. And this organization had a day or a night where they um, invited a senior vice president from Chase Bank to talk to women about financing their business. And 200 women attended. I was one of them. He went through this whole presentation about how they wanted to finance startup businesses. And at the end, when he had the question and answer session, I said, oh, I have a question. I have a really important question. I want to launch this business. I've gone to three different banks looking for money. And all the banks say, you need to be in business for two to three years before we'll loan you. But I can't go into, I won't be in business in two to three years unless I get a loan. So it's a catch-22. What am I supposed to do? So this gentleman said, here's my phone number. We didn't have emails. There was no internet. Here's my phone number. Call me tomorrow. So I got on the phone 9 o'clock in the morning. I wanted to be the first one in line to get through because we used to get busy signals for millennials, yes. You used to use your phone, and there was something known as a busy signal. If more than one person was talking on the phone, you couldn't talk to the other person. So I wanted to be first in line. I got through, I spoke with him, and then I started on the process to get my loan. And a couple of weeks later, I said, by the way, how many other people reached out after that meeting? The answer was none. So lots of times people tell themselves that they want something, but then they think of all the reasons why it won't work, and they stop themselves from moving forward and make it happen. So my motto is if you want something, Figure out how to get it and go for it. And yes, you're going to need to take a risk. Nothing comes easy. Right. And I like, too, that you covered, though, more traditional financing. Yes. And sometimes it's a, it's a credit union. Sometimes it's a small bank. Sometimes it's a local bank. Sometimes it's a new one with a new pro. Because I know Chase had launched a new program right at the exact same time. You had perfect timing with them. Right, right. But that's what they were investing in small businesses because that was the new wave. That was the new wave, right? It was the internet was up and coming. All right. of these things were starting to happen and people were starting to understand the value of small businesses. And uh, it was very, it was just perfect timing. And yet it wasn't perfect timing because there was also a bad recession going on at right. the same time. So again, had I told myself the story, you know, that, oh, it's a recession, people aren't spending money, things are bad, I better get another job. I never would have launched my own company. So people, you really need to believe in yourself. Um, I had asked a lot of people prior to launching my own business, because I knew someday I wanted to do it, what do you need to have when you launch your own business? And people said to me, among other things, you need enough money in the bank that you've got two years worth of salary. So in case you don't make any money, you could draw on that. I didn't have any money in the bank. 
we had nothing. We had a new mortgage and no job. And my husband was working, but my salary wasn't coming in. So um, I had a severance package that would last for six months. That's what I, I had. I think the no's are all fear-driven. And they are also those that don't have enough drive. It is their excuse. It is their showstopper. It is when they hit that fork in the road, it's the path easily taken that's smooth and paved. Yeah. And you can see the end of the path. And the, I think what people need to remember too is, okay, if it doesn't work, what's the worst that it can be? Can you survive that? And if you think that all the way through, rather than just, I can't do it because I'm afraid of that, how bad really is that? And how much does that stink? And how do you dig yourself? Can you dig yourself out of that? And I think once you have those, to me, those are safety net thoughts. It takes the fear out of the risk, out of the leap, out of the trust. Right. And it's, it's also how much you want something. Yes. You have to want it more than you fear it. Yes. There's a lot of things out there that are scary and, you know, what if, but um, if what you want is stronger and your drive to succeed is stronger and your belief that you're going to figure out a way no matter what, and that's what I, that's what I believed. I kept saying to myself, I'm going to figure out how to find money for this company no matter what. And that's what I did. And when right. the bank said to us, you need to put your property up as collateral against your loan meaning if the business goes under, you lose your home. My husband and I said, we'll go for it. Because what are our other options? Not to go for our dream. We're gonna, we'd rather roll the dice and risk it all than sit back and say, no, that's too risky. I don't want to do it. So no regrets. No regrets. Right. And you're right. You do have to move forward and you have to have a, you know, what's the worst can happen? You, and something bad happens, I'll figure out a way to get out of that too. So you really do need to believe in yourself. And the nice thing about the world today is that there is the internet. There are opportunities to reach out to like-minded people. Um, you know, I do, I have an Instagram page called Kareen Consults. People can come on there and ask me questions. I'm happy to, to talk to people. I have a website, Kareen McCormick Consulting. Come on my website. I'm happy to talk to you. Um, and, and there's different, and it's not just me. There's like, a whole host of, there's a world out there of people that if you Google something, you can get the answer very quickly and you just need to, to make it happen. But you, you need to check the credibility of whose advice you're following. Well, that's true. No, you have, <laughs> you do, you do need to be smart enough to know, to be able to judge the, the crap from the good so that you're right on the, on the web, you yeah. can have a lot of, Hucksters, shall we say. You can. Any ding-dong can have a microphone and can type. That's true. <laughs> true. The last thing on the financing, though, folks, I want to remind you, most of your communities have community grants. And especially if you are make, creating an opportunity that could hire another person in your community, there are those opportunities. Grants don't have to be repaid. Right. Grants right. are a, hey, make it happen, guys. Let me see what you can do with it look deeper. It isn't always just about the Kickstarters, as we know. It isn't always about the banks. Be creative. How bad do you want it? Go get it. Mm -hmm. Believe in yourself. 
Kareem McCormick, this has been a wonderful wrap up to these conversations. And I want to send everybody to Amazon, go on Kindle, go anywhere you get books to find from living room to boardroom, how I, how I launched and sold a multi-million dollar business by Kareem McCormick. And go find her, go to KareemMcCormickConsulting.com. Find her, like she said, on Instagram, Kareem Consults. Go find her, connect, learn from her. It has been such a privilege to have you here and look for our new series coming up with her 25 Seeds of Success. We will be covering those. These are inspired by her book and every chapter has a seed of success. And we're going to be doing interviews with other successful entrepreneurs, business owners all across the board that can relate to these seeds. So look for that series. We will tell you about it. And thank you again. Find me at rootedinrevenue.com and susanfinch.com as well as on the funnel radio. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Wow. Never miss an episode. Check out rootedinrevenue.com and subscribe on the site to get weekly updates of when new episodes come out. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. We want to be where you are, so go subscribe. We'll get you all the information you need to do your best with marketing of events and your online presence.